Hello again, everyone. I cannot believe it is already the end of October. Of course, to me, this year feels a bit swallowed up by COVID. Almost like last October wasn't really that long ago because quarantine life has kind of made it feel that way. And yet, at the same time, the beginning phases of shutdowns and mask wearing also feels like it was a long time ago. So it's kind of like a mixture of the two, if that's possible. And of course, COVID isn't all that happened this year. And throughout this whole time period, I'm sure many of us have felt some sense of sadness or doubt, loneliness or worry. Maybe we've become extra concerned for our children, for our jobs, for our family. Maybe we're not as trusting or fearful of the future. But even through all of this, I have still come across social media feeds of people displaying joy and contentment, love and hope. I remember back in June, the theme for the devotional, My Life Today, was a happy life. Because of my anxieties, I know firsthand sometimes happiness and joy feels like it won't stay. And boy, do I treasure those moments of joy whenever they come and completely overshadow my fears. It's pure bliss. Around that same time in June, my toddler was insistent on me, or anyone else around her really, on drawing happy faces everywhere. Whether it was chalk on the ground, with paint or crayons on paper, with fingers on the wet shower door. Because of the song, If You're Happy and You Know It, clapping at the time was her way of telling us she wanted to draw happy faces. Of course, now she just says the word happy and we know what she wants. And I love how this phase of happy faces coincided with the, de the devotional theme of happiness. It was a reminder of how good happiness feels and how much I want it to stay and, and what brings happiness to me in the first place and what makes it last. Obviously, my family is my most important earthly treasure. Because of my intense love for my family in general, I am often left with overwhelming worry for them. I mean, debilitating worry sometimes. I hate those feelings for a number of reasons. I hate that joyful moments or potential joyful moments are sucked from me because I let anxiety and worry basically make the decisions for me and I hold back on doing something because I'm scared. Um, I hate that I feel like I'm not trusting God enough. Faith is trusting God and his word. Trusting God with my family, my talents, my future, the plans he has for us. There are countless words of love and peace to us throughout the Bible. And revisiting those and gripping onto them in those moments when I feel overwhelmed and weak is what I have to remember to do. But I'm sure many of you can agree, it's not easy. And sometimes I just don't understand why certain things happen. But I have to remember I can trust God through it. That is what I have learned throughout my life once I made the decision to truly follow Jesus. Through daily prayer to God, they will have wisdom and grace from Him to bear the conflicts and stern realities of life and come off victorious. Fidelity and serenity of mind can only be retained by watchfulness and prayer.
Christ's life was an example of persevering energy, which was not allowed to become weakened by reproach, ridicule, privation, or hardships. And in just that degree that they maintain their integrity of character under discouragements will their fortitude, stability, and power of endurance increase, and they wax strong in spirit. I want to read the following from my life today, from the entry on October 19th. Christ is my perfect example. Christ is our example in all things. In the providence of God, his early life was passed in Nazareth, where the inhabitants were of that character that he was continually exposed to temptations, and it was necessary for him to be guarded in order to remain pure and spotless amid so much sin and wickedness. Christ did not select this place himself. His heavenly Father chose this place for him, where his character would be tested and tried in a variety of ways. The early life of Christ was subjected to severe trials, hardships, and conflicts that he might develop the perfect character which makes him a perfect example for children, youth, and manhood. The life of Christ was designed to show that purity, stability, and firmness of principle are not dependent upon a life freed from hardships, poverty, and adversity. And this discipline is the very experience the youth need, which will give firmness to their character and make them like Christ, strong in spirit to resist temptation. They will not, if they separate from the influences of those who would lead them astray and corrupt their morals, be overcome by the devices of Satan. The following is also from my life today, from one of the entries in the June section. Christ within the source of happiness. First Chronicles 16.10 says, Glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Multitudes crave something which they do not have. They are spending their money for that which is not bread, and their labor for that which satisfieth not. The hungering, thirsting soul will continue to hunger and thirst as long as it partakes of these unsatisfying pleasures. Oh, that every such one would listen to the voice of Jesus. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Those who drink of the living water will thirst no more. Christ, the wellspring of life, is the fountain of peace and happiness. Let the youth magnify the name of the Lord for his great goodness, his loving mercy, his tender compassion. They can magnify his name by revealing his grace through a well-ordered life and a godly conversation. And as they do this, the disposition is sweetened, irritability passes away. That heart is the happiest that has Christ as an abiding guest. That home is the most blessed where godliness is a controlling principle. In the workshop, where the peace and heavenly presence of Christ dwells, the workers will be the most trustworthy, the most faithful, and the most efficient. The fear and love of God are seen. In this world, there is neither comfort nor happiness without Jesus. Let us acknowledge him as our friend and savior. In him are matchless charms. Oh, may we all so live during this brief period of probationary time that we shall reign with him throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. If Christ abides in the heart by faith, you will be happy, full of praise and joy. Wherever this podcast episode finds you, my hope is that you remember where your true happiness is found. 
so that we can help others find it too. Read through the month of June in my life today. And let us all remember who we are in Christ and share that blessed hope with others. Until next time, friends, I hope you have a great rest of the day or a great start to your day or a great night wherever you are in the world listening. I hope today you found encouragement and I know I say this pretty much after every episode, but if you really do want to take part in an episode or even just planning this podcast in general, I'm open to hearing suggestions. I'm opening to sharing with more people. Uh, You can leave a message at, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash present truth parents forward slash message, you're able to leave a message there as well. I'm going to end this podcast episode with a little clip you'll hear of me and my husband talking to our toddler girl, Emmy, uh, just to bring a little joy, a little laughter maybe. All right, friends, stay blessed and I'll see you next time. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? What do you want to say? What did you eat? Bark. Bark. What is it? Bark. Bread? Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you have something on the bread? Mm-hmm. What else did you have, baby? You have broccoli? Yeah. Ooh, yummy. Did you have orange? Mm-hmm. Did you have apple? Apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want more broccoli? Mm-hmm. You also smell like avocado.